to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. Rob F. Switch coming at you. This is the Video Game Music Podcast featuring only uh, third and fourth generation video game music. Tega! Console. Tega! Remember that? Yeah, sure, sure, of course. course. Um, And uh, so um, before we get into today's topic, uh, just some... Uh, top of the show business to oh, take care okay. of. Okay, you got some stuff. Oh well, okay. This is a in last week uh, we did this episode, the side scrolling, uh, uh, side scrolling platforming episode, and um, you know basically when I when I'm put, I put I put together these track lists and I try to be really precise about who composed what and also where in the game the track is from. And yeah. so in doing that, I oftentimes uncover a lot of information that was missed during the, the recording of the episode. Right. So um, there were several things I wanted to bring up for, um, based on some of the tracks that you played last week. Okay. And uh, and so basically some corrections I wanted to make. So the first one was um, the game uh, The Misadventures of Flink that you played, right? Yes. Uh, well, it turns out that Flink... Well, it was only called The Misadventures of, Link, of Flink in the... You know, in the North American release, but it only came out in North America for the Sega CD. So, since you played the Genesis version, it would only be called Flink, which is what it was. That that's what it was called on Genesis, okay, or Mega Drive. And also, um, well, Sega CD was actually the main console that it came out for, and then it you know came out after that for Mega Drive, and that and it only came out in Australia, right, as Flink only. Um, so all of the the music in the Mega Drive version was actually adapted from the Sega CD version, mm-hmm. and that was all. I mean, the composer you mentioned was David Lowe. He was only the arranger, um, or you know, did the conversion for for Mega Drive. The, m- the music is actually composed by uh, Matthias Steinwachs, is his name. Okay. So that's the actual composer on that, and. Um, also, um, so anyway, yeah, and so anyway, I just okay. So, Flink music by Matthias Steinwachs, not the Misadventures of Flink uh, music by David Lowe. Okay, now Kiwi Craze. Okay, yes, that was uh, actually a port from a Taito arcade game called the New Zealand Story, which uh, we did actually kind of mention that I think. Um, and so. A thing to do, the thing to watch out for when uh, listening to games that are ported from the arcade is to listen to the arcade version to see if it's the same, and um, and and you know if if, the, if if it has the same music, and if it is, then you know, I I, I mean I always credit the the original composer, and yep. then sh- you know show the the people who you know who did the you know the port version as a, as an arranger. So um, for Kiwi Craze. Uh, you played the main background music for it, and that was in the arcade game as well. And um, in the arcade game, uh, it actually lists it lists three composers, but um, there was actually an official soundtrack soundtrack release for that game um, for the arcade game. And uh, the uh, the composer uh, on the official soundtrack release was uh, Yasuko Yamada. Okay. And that was the sole compu- composer for that. So anyway, the composers are not the Fallen Brothers. Uh, they just adapted it, to, you know, from Yamada's original, original tune. Yeah. Okay. Wolf Child. 
Okay. Wolfchild. So Wolfchild was originally uh, an Amiga game, and um, uh, someone named Martin Iveson did the music, the Amiga music, and uh, I think you, you can, I think you said something that he Martin Iveson did the original music, and then that Matt Furness adapted it. Right. I think that's what you said on the podcast. Um, well, that's that's kind of true, but kind of, but also there's more to it than that. Um, so. Basically, I listened to the Amiga version of, of Stage One, which is you played, and um, basically, it's kind of similar, but there, there's actually differences in the music. Like basically, the beginnings are the same uh, of both tracks, the Amiga version and the Genesis version. Um, they have they have the same rhythm, um, and yeah, they kind of start the same. But what happens in the Genesis version is that. It, it expands on on what was originally in the Amiga version, and it, okay. and it actually becomes like almost a different piece of music. Um, so he kind of basically wrote new parts to that track. Mm. So I would credit both of them as composers. Right. Okay. So like Matt Furness didn't just arrange it. Yeah. Basically, he he also kind of expanded on it and kind of composed new stuff for it. So uh, basically, for the track list, I put both Matt Furness and Martin Iverson down as, as composers. Um, and actually, I, I think the Genesis version is better. Actually, yeah. of uh, Wolfchild. Yeah, I listened to the SNES version. It's cool. The SNES one? Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The SNES one's totally different too. I, that's I mean, a, that's yeah. different from the original Amiga version. Yeah. I, I listened to the SNES version. I want to compare. Yeah. And I know it's, it's different. Yeah. But the Genesis version is just. It's got with that Genesis sound and the music is something I just prefer. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 It's definitely. Um, and then one last one is uh, in Alicia Dragoon. Um, so in basically, okay, I think we, um, I think the one that we, ha you had mentioned who had done the music to it was, uh, Fumihito Kasatani. Um, well, looking at the in-game credits, uh, you know, in, in the, in the staff role, um, it's shown that it's actually done by some, a group called, um, Meccano Associates. And okay. that is composed, uh, comprised of someone named Cass, and then Nubuyuki Ayoshima, Mamoru Ishimoda, and Yoko Sonoda. Uh, Sonoda. And um, Cass, as it turns out, is um, an alias, actually, for Fumihito Kasatani. So um, basically all uh, all four of those names are, are would be credited as composers. Okay. Uh, a lot of this information can be... F I mean, basically, there's a lot of good resources in, in figuring this stuff out. Um, just for the listeners, if you're interested in this kind of thing, um, vgmdb.net is a good website for this stuff because that contains uh, not just uh, a, a lot of um, information about official soundtrack releases, but there's discussions on there too about stuff that didn't have an official release, and that's sort of a way to sort of find out more about composers and stuff like that. And another good resource is really YouTube and watching gameplay footage on YouTube and also um, this Japanese site called Nico Nico, um, which I think is nico.nico.jp. Um, that's a really good site for Japanese video. A lot of stuff I, I, I've, I've had, oftentimes have gone to that website to look stuff up that I can't find on YouTube. And um, yeah, so that th those are good resources in trying to find out more information about composers. All right. So anyway, um, moving on to other things, um, uh, I, you know, uh, the, my, the listener Mike, hey, had Mike made a comment on 
uh, I think this that last last episode about Konami's timeline, you know? Yeah. And um, I just wanted to sort of respond to that just really quickly that, um, you know, th- that really crazy drum stuff, I don't really start, I mean, you see it a little, a little bit in the late, 80, late 89, but not until 90, 1990 do you really start hearing that, that, that really prog rock sound to, to Konami stuff, I think. Like, right. 1990 is when you really start hearing the crazy drum stuff. Like, you know, the, or 1990 and on, you know, um, you just start hearing a lot of that kind of, um, like, Cosmic Wars and, um, you know, uh, whatever. Um, what's that game called? Uh, co- um, uh, uh, Crisis Force and stuff like that. Um, or Rackets and Rivals. All of that's sort of 90 and, and on onward, I think, is when that... Konami really f- hits that kind of really crazy drum prog rock sound. Um, also, I wanted to respond to the comment um, from Billy. Billy made a comment about Smurfs that uh, he had emailed uh, us about that those tracks, uh, the Smurfs track. Yeah. Uh, in the past, and yeah, no, that's that's right. I do remember that, and I, I uh, and um, yeah, we should give credit to, to to Billy about finding that those tracks. I just, um, you know, we get a lot of emails, and sometimes, you know, they kind of just somehow get. Uh, we get a lot of emails, and you know, sometimes we for, forget about them. You know, just there's a lot of a lot of people email with recommendations, and we appreciate them yeah. too. Um, but sometimes we forget, you know, who who you know recommends things, or that if anyone recommended something at all, sometimes you just kind of forget. Right. You know? And don't think that if your recommendation goes unanswered, that, that we don't see it, because mm-hmm. it just might mean we haven't seen it yet, and eventually. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Or, or we saw it and we forgot. Right. Or something, you mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. um, anyway. Oh, um, can I mention that um, our our comments section of our website for this last episode, um, there's lots of comments, and the Smurfs composer himself right. left a few comments on there. So yeah. if you haven't checked out the comment section, just uh, you can get into a conversation and maybe even start uh, corresponding with the music composer themselves. Smurfs. Straight up. So, Smurf up. Uh, that, oh, that's that's all, and that is uh, uh, Alberto Jose, Jose Gonzalez, Gonzalez, aka Joe McAlby. Right. So, all right, that's it. That's all I kind of wanted to mention. Okay. And so let's get to today's topic. Okay. So today's topic is board games. So it's video games that are either based on actual board games or uh, the, those kind of video game board games that are. You know that that are exist in video games. I mean, a lot of them are Japanese, basically. Um, so this topic was pretty crazy because um, there's a lot of these board games. You know, I mean, there's a lot of these sure. board game video games, and um, I, I mean, I listened to about 50 soundtracks for this episode, and um, it was really kind of like that manga episode in that there was so much, uh, you know, obscure Japanese stuff that right. I, I just didn't even know about you know it was this is another one of these episodes where you really kind of go into deep into this whole unexplored area of video game music where there's all these crazy there's all these yeah. games that i just have never heard of and they're all a lot of them are japanese and i mean basically most of them are japanese these board game games i mean for one thing okay well for for one thing there's a ton of these shogi games and shogi is this sort of japanese chess game and i, I have a track a backup track picked out from that but i don't think we're going to hear uh, a, a show. I don't know. If, I don't think we're going to be hearing a shogi game on my end. But um, there's a lot of these shogi games. Uh, this is a sort of Japanese chess thing. And then there's these uh, ego games or uh, uh, ego kind of games, which are it's Go, the game Go, which is like kind of right. like a 
sort of Chinese. T- it's originally, I think, a Chinese game, um, but uh, there's a lot of those ego games. And also on top of that, there's just a ton of these kind of video uh, or these 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 video game uh, or these video game board games. You know, that the, the board they're created for you know a video game, but they're they're work like a board game. And um, so there's just a ton of those, you know, um, and um, and some some pretty good tracks. I got some good tracks here that I, I, I've discovered through this. It was it was a really it was a neat to- it was a good topic. I think just because I, yeah. I, I agree. And this is another one of those uh, those uh, topics that we're going to have to revisit in the future. Right. There's a yeah. lot of yeah, so much yeah. So um, all right. Well, anyway, what is this episode number one hundred seven? I think. Seven. Six? No, is it 106? 106 or 107? 107. Yeah, 107. Oh, we never... Okay, I, want, I always wanted to say number 106, Blueberry Hill. I didn't say that last time. What's that a reference to? It's just a reference to a, a thing once I was in a... I was in a... Uh, a, a, a food establishment, you know, right. and they had smoothies or something like that there, and somebody had ordered a smoothie, I guess, called Blueberry Hill. Right. And, um... I just remember I was there with my friend, and I just remember the person on the the speaker just went, "Number one oh six, Blueberry Hill." Like they said it like that, like an announcer, and I thought it was really funny. And then right after the the person said it, um, the the guy who who it belonged to went, "Yeah, bingo." And I just thought it was funny. And he was dressed in all green, and he was bingo. very he was very tall. He was very big. He was like a green giant, you know? Right. He's like a jolly green giant. So right. he went, number 106, Blueberry Hill. He sounded very, you know, um, I don't know. Number 106, Blueberry Hill. Bingo. Okay. And I just, that well, memory of that stuck in my head, and I and I cherished it maybe, from then on. Maybe there will be a 106 reference in the future, and then I'll look out for it. Well, no, we, we it. missed it. We missed it. No, I'm saying maybe there'll be a track called 106. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe there'll be a... Uh, Blueberry. One, uh, maybe there'll be a game called 106. Uh-huh. Okay. Something. Okay, all right. So I'm going to start it off with uh, uh, this game here uh, called uh, Itadaki Street. Um Watashi no Oten ni Yotet. Or Yotete. Okay. Okay. Now, this is a track I'm surprised you didn't pick, actually, because I know you like this track because uh, we've heard it together before. Right. It's a real good jam. Okay. And, um, well, I mean, it's not like a full on jam, but it's a good kind of like chill zone kind of track. Kind of, you know? Um, and uh, this is for the Famicom. This is a Japanese-only release. This is music composed by Toshiyuki Ueno. And uh, Itadaki Street is kind of like um, uh, it's like a Monopoly type of game, basically. Okay. It's like a Monopoly game. Right. And um, we're going to hear Street Number 2 from Itadaki Street for the Famicom.
Itadaki Street, Watashi no Oten ni Yotete. This is music by Toshiyuki Ueno, and this is called Street 2. But this is the second board in the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, I kind of take it back about Chill Zone. Um, it's just more of an easy groove, you know? Right. Like, uh, it's an easy groove jam sort of, sort of, sort of thing, you know? Okay. I mean, this is a, it's a great jam. I mean, I number one, I I didn't know that uh, I, I missed a soundtrack for this episode. Yeah, but I had been listening to the yeah, soundtrack. I, yeah, no, I know, I know you had. That's what I was saying, and I I was surprised you didn't pick this because I thought you were I thought you were definitely going to pick this. I I didn't even think this was a board game. I just missed my I, I missed it. Yeah, both yeah both all the Itadaki Streets. Well, there's two um are board games. This is one of those video board, video game board games that, you know, j- these Japanese board games, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's got a dancey feel to me. I don't think this is dancey. I don't think it's really dancey. I think it's good, though, you know. I mean, it's dancey in a, in a kind of... Nah, I don't, I don't think it's dancey. It's got an easy groove to it, but, you know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you could just dance to anything, really, but I don't think it's, like, particularly dancey, though. Oh, can you, can you keep that music playing? Oh, I just sure. wanted to give my honorable mentions. Oh, yeah? Because like, these are board games that I thought that just didn't make the cut. Oh, yeah? Video game board games. Yeah? So there's uh, Connect 4. The Connect 4 video game. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> no, I think that... I don't, I don't... I didn't recall, like, finding a Connect 4 board do you think game. That, do you think there could be a Connect 4 video game? Yeah, of course. No. But yeah, of course there could no. be. Yeah, why not? I think that would be like making a tic-tac-toe video game. Sure, why not? <laughs> Alright. I mean, but, you know... I mean, if Checkers is a board game, which it is, I think, you know, Connect 4 could be one. Okay. The board is just, you know, vertical. Uh, shoots and Ladders? That, that didn't make the cut? That could have been a board game, a video game uh, adaptation, maybe. Candyland. Also, didn't make the cut. Could have been in there, too. Would, would you have considered Operation? Say there was an Operation video game. Uh, Is that a board game? Hmm. It qualifies, I mean, under I, the I, category. I guess so. I guess I would I would consider that, Do you yeah. think they could make an Operation board game? Yeah. I mean, an Operation uh, video game? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It, I think there would just be a title track, and then just the other only sound on that soundtrack would just be... Right, right. But I actually think that if they put, I don't know, like a gravity force or something like that, that was moving the uh, tweezers or whatever it is, Right. if there was a force that you had to work with and also remove things from a tight space, right. that, that could be challenging. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if you basically automatically moved without touching it. Sure. You'd have to account for whatever that force was and then and try to take the thing out you know are you talking about maybe like uh, track and field do you remember when you had to mash those buttons to get a certain amount of force well yeah I'm not talking about mashing buttons I'm talking about like you know working with a force there's a force in the game that's moving your tweezers okay and you have to account for the force and still try to not touch the edges. Oh, you know? right, right. So right. it's it's kind of almost like a almost like a flying game where you can't touch the sides or anything, where you have to kind of dodge the sides. Right, right. Um, something like that. You know? Okay. 
Okay, I'm going to start things off with the Chess Master. Chess Master. Super Nintendo. All right. Composers Nick Eastridge and Peter Stone. Title theme music coming at you. how chess should be played with a slap bass absolutely mm-hmm. there's not enough head bombing head bobbing in chess moving my bishop to b4 checkmate do you play chess bro yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, a little we, should, bit, yeah. we should play sometime. I'm not very good. Oh, oh, really? I'm not very good either. Actually. You know what my strategy is? I used to be better, yeah. Yeah, what? I just go really fast. Oh, and really? I, I try to get the other person to go really fast. Oh, yeah? So then that way, we both are just very rushed, right. and then I hope by luck, I'll end up in a checkmate. Huh. That's my strategy. Right. Okay, cool. Just blind fury. I, uh... Yeah. My, my strategy is to collect... You know, like a hundred coins as, as many times as possible, so that I have more lives. <laughs> that that way, if anybody, if he takes any of my guy, my men, I can still have extra men left. You know, you know, and I, I, I actually I try to get more continues that way. I, I have a question about uh, chess video games in general. Yeah, I mean that's a computer. You can't beat a computer. 
Well, you could. If you set it down to just really super easy level, but it's impossible to beat a computer. The best chess player in the world had trouble beating a computer. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, it was the IBM. Remember the IBM challenge? No. And I'm not saying that the, the I don't know how powerful the, say, like the iPad or the chess master SNES version is. It's still a computer and it'll still beat you. I don't know. Maybe there's someone out there that's beat the chess master on SNES on hard level. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's beat the chess master, right? Hmm. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh... Is the chess master, the, the, you know... Is he the guy with long hair and a beard? Is that the chess yeah, master himself? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. AKA, I don't know, he looks like Moses or... He actually looks like, um... Yeah, Jeff Bridges in, in The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski. Doesn't he? No, I think he looks more like Gandalf. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna play a track now from a game... This is another Japanese-only release for the Super Famicom. This is called Asa Meshime Nyanko. And um, this is music by Iiji Hirasawa and Toyakazu Nakash, uh, Nakeshi. And this game is kind of like... Uh, it's like an Othello type of game. But... Um, which I, I think Othello's actual name is called Reversi. Oh, really? Well, yeah, I think that it's Othello is the brand name of the of a game called Reversi. But um, huh? so it's like an Othello type of game, but it uses cats. Um, it's cat themed, and there's cat fights in it too. Okay. And um, so it's this cat themed Reversi or Othello type of situation. Anyway, so um, the track we're going to hear is Mesa. And again, this game is called Asameshime Nyanko. And uh, again, it's by Eiji Hirasawa and Toya Kazu Nakeshi. <laughs> Asameshime Nyanko, music by Eiji Hirasawa and Toyakazu Nakeshi. This is Mesa. Okay. And this whole soundtrack is actually pretty good. It's got some good good hits in it. I love this part right here coming up. This is this is real good right here. This part's so good. And I, 
how it repeats right here. I just like the, how it kind of builds up and builds up and then it repeats and repeats yep. and then it goes into this little sort of like, you know, I guess funkier breakdown right, here right. and just, it's good, it's good. And this has got a good kind of disco-y drum beat to it, you know? And the bass is good, it's got this nice sort of synthy sounding bass, you know? Sure. I will be moving on to a Nintendo track. Mm -hmm. 1990 is the year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Millionaire is the title. Mm -hmm. okay. This is yeah. This is the yeah. I, I didn't hear this is the one. I, I didn't listen to this one actually. I didn't come across this one. Um, or maybe I did. I don't know. Yeah. This was published by Thin Chen, made by Sachin. Okay. Uh, so it looks like it's uh, some kind of. Uh, board game and you're going around yeah around and you're some kind of casino owner uh -huh. that's what it is yeah so i don't have a composer for this mm -hmm. but uh i enjoyed this track very much and i think you will too track for you it's a fun track it starts up sad right a little melancholy i think this is when you're broke it's but, broke music and then, then you all of a sudden win a scratch off ticket or something or something in the game i think in the game you have to buy stuff but this is just me broke yeah you find a you find a, a, a lottery ticket yep. on the ground and... there it is i'm scratching it oh big winner right here this reminds me of some kind of maybe some uh a European style pop song. Mm. No, but also a dancey track. Yeah, sure, sure. I, I think this is a dance track for a board game. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's dancey. Sure. Um, all right, the Monopoly game two. Oh. What do you got? Because we both have tracks picked out from this game. Right. So um, just also for reference, the um, Monopoly... Okay, this is Super Nintendo. Well, this is a Super Famicom uh, Japanese-only release. Uh, for Monopoly 1 came out in Japan and North America, but the North American version has a different soundtrack than the than the Japanese one. In fact, That's it may even I, be just different games, actually. You I know? heard the Monopoly American soundtrack. Right. 
well, the, the Japanese one's better. We've heard from it before, mm-hmm. which uh, the music is by Kuichi Sugiyama. And we heard uh, on the Ku- Kuichi Sugiyama Focus, we heard from that first Monopoly game. The second one is not by Kuichi Sugiyama. It's by uh, Yasutsuna, Yasutsuna Sasaki. Or Sasaki. That's a, I'm trying to get you know, Sa- Sasaki. Sasaki would be. So like Yasutsuna Sasaki. No, you, you can't put the emphasis no, on No, no, that is. That's how you do it, yeah. I bet you. I'll watch. What? Says who? Huh? Says me. No. <laughs> I am Japanese. You can't you can't do it. Sasa- I've become Sa- Japanese by Sa- Sasaki. No, it's it's Sasaki. Sa- it. Oh, it's, this is turning into a Jacob Siroff moment. It's Yasusuna Yasusuna yeah, Yasusuna Sasaki. That's that's how you would do it stress-wise. I mean, the way we should be doing it just to, you know, keep it real with our you know, you know, or or whatever. Right. We would go Yasutsuna Sasaki, you know? But if you're really trying to go more hardcore on it, you go Sasaki. Sasaki. Yeah, Yasutsuna Sasaki. Something like that. You ready? Let's do it. What's, well, oh, no. Nah, I mean, okay, so rule and history. Did you hear that one? No. Well, I, I listened to all of them, but that's not... Um one of the ones I chose. Rule. I mean, there's so many. There's so many great tracks on this soundtrack. Right, right. In this game, I mean. Rule and history is the track I'm going with. Okay. And um, yeah, this is this is cool. It's gonna it's it's got a cool sound to it. Um, and uh, the Monopoly game two for the Super Famicom. Game 2 for the Super Famicom. This is music composed by Yasutsuna Sasaki. And uh, this is called Rule and History. And, uh, you know, I said earlier this is a cool track, and what I meant by that was that it's got a cool temperature to it. You know what I mean? I really like this part a lot, too, because it's kind of weird, you know? Hmm, okay. It almost sounds like a doorbell. The, the melody seems comprised of a doorbell sound, almost. You know, right. not that, not this part, but that that second part. Mm-hmm. And then with those weird string string part, that's kind of becomes a little more intense. And right now, it's I, I really like this part too because it's so sort of nice and mystical sounding. You know, yes, it's hypnotizing. I like these chord changes too. Like that chord right there. And it's interesting how this the intensity goes up just a notch here with sure. the 
so weird. You hear that doorbell sound? Yeah. It really does sound like a doorbell. But I just, I, I really like this. It's very, makes me feel like I'm in a, in a mystical, icy world. Mm. I see you have your jacket on. Yeah. Very fitting. Yeah. It's nice. Okay, I'm gonna go Monopoly two as well. I'm gonna pull up my Monopoly track. You're gonna go Monopoly two too. Monopoly two too. Yeah. By composer Yasutsuna Sasaki. I went. It was a tough choice for me. What were what were you what were you trying to choose between? Final matches. Yeah, I, I had that picked out as my fourth choice. And eight cocktails. I didn't have that. No, you don't no. like eight cocktails? I just didn't have it on my list here. I mean... Primary matches was my third choice. I, I didn't have that. I had... Just just so you know, I had menu and message and final, message, final matches. I also had slot machine and staff roll. Anyway. I'm going to go final matches. All right. Monopoly 2. Go. Right, isn't it? Go. Don't pass go. Or don't go, I should say. No, it, yeah, I don't know. I've only played that, I think, once in my life. Monopoly? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. into it. You know, I've never played that game to completion. I've never played a full... It's impossible to, right? No, I mean, I've played long games before, you know? I, right. I've played really long games. I should... I mean, it would be cool to play that game all the way through, you know? I'll talk, we'll talk about Monopoly in a second. All right. That's good. <laughs> love that. I love that. You, you pick a a character or a thimble thing, right? Or so wait, no, no. The thimble is one of the I the the. Um, you have to pick something to represent yourself in Monopoly, correct? Yeah, you have to pick um, a car. There was a car. It's a car. There's a thimble, a dog, and. Um, some other stuff. Mm -hmm. A hat, I think. A top hat or something like that. Um. And the, the whole point of the game is to just beat the whole, to buy everything, right? It, well, you know, you want to, yeah, you basically want to, yeah, yeah. Buy a property and, you know, rent it out, basically. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm just trying to, I was looking into the Monopoly thing about the companies. Yeah, so that, that one, the Monopoly 1 game that came out, 
in uh, North America, or it was it, that was made by Sculptured Software or Sculptured Software. But the uh, Japanese one was um, I uh, see. I was trying to find that actually. I, I don't know. I don't know who made it, but th- this is made by a different company too. So. The, the, wasn't it New Romantic that did the music for the American? I don't know. I almost want to say sure. it was. I'm not sure. Sculptured software. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, there's this. Very good. It's very good. Stylish. Stylish. <laughs> Stylish. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Um, all right. So I'm going to move on to a game called uh, Bakusho Jensei Gekijo. All right. Okay. Three. Part three. Bakusho Jensei Gekijo three. Um, this is um, kind of like a, a Japanese version of the game of life. You know? Yes. You've played that before, right? Right. So uh, this is sort of the Japanese version. Um, and this is music composed by Kenichi Kamio. And um, this is Board 3, a train ride. This is a, a, a Famicom game, a Japanese-only release for the Famicom. Jensei Gekijo 3 for the Famicom music composed by Kenichi Kamio and uh, this is board number 3 train ride I like this this part coming up right here I like how it, it transitions to also into back into the main part too This just adds a really neat dynamic to the whole piece. I like this right here. I like that how it transitions back into the main that chord, the way yeah, the, the yeah. way that chord goes into the next. To, I mean, back to the beginning of the track. It's just that's it's really nice. Yeah. This doesn't make you want to sing lyrics to a certain song. It does sound like a song. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Why don't you come back? To me, we'll have oh. fun. Oh, okay. I th- like that. I thought it means. I thought you were talking about. It sounds like a, po- a pop song that you know. Oh no, I'm saying it's very pleading. It does sound like. What is it? it does. <coughs> it does sound like a pop song of some some sort. Oh. I'm just it? saying it's just a, it's almost pleading. Right, 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 right. Oh, pleading. Yeah. Okay. Right. No. 
love that. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. What was the song that it sounds like? Uh, it does sound like some kind of pop song. I don't know. Pictionary. It's Pictionary time. Yep, I picked a track from Pictionary also. Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. Composers, Brent. Tim Fallen. It's the sound is there. Oh yeah, definitely. the fallen sound is De- definitely, straight up there. Definitely, definitely. And it was a choice. My two top choices were mini game one and drawing game. Well, I picked drawing game, right? And I'm thinking, go ahead and pick, go ahead and play drawing game because that will make it so I can play a different track. Okay, like because I had a lot of backup tracks too. So. Right, right, right. Drawing game and plus drawing game is straight up the best track on that that game. Okay, it's real good. Drawing okay. game, real good. I mean, it's it's now that is a jam. Well, it's jamming. Hey, get the toast out. Mm-hmm. Drawing game. This is jam right here. This is straight up jam. I love that. How the actually, I I really like how the arpeggio effect works in this this track. Actually, you know why? Because so it's it's got it. It's it's using the arpeggio effect in a way that it's like I don't know, just working for me big time on this. And because the, the yeah. it's got a good melody also. There's a melody on top of the arpeggio effect too. So it's it's. It, I love this melody. You know this track. It actually kind of. I can definitely see that Tim Fallen composed it, but it's yeah. at the same time it also it has an like an R and B kind of feel to it that is not usually something I hear from him, you know? Oh okay. Yeah. The solo's good. The solo's tight, yeah. Oh, man. I like this. Yeah. I love this right here, watch this. Love that lick right there. That lick with it. Dun dun da 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 da. You know that, yeah. that that's such a good little lick. You know. I mean, it really sounds like a guitar solo. You know. I mean, when it starts out like this, it's just like you know this is gonna be a jam. It's got this cool bass line, cool drum drum beat, and then it comes into this this chord right here. You know. You know. And then when that melody drops in, it just it's a really a tight song all the way through. Right. 
want to hear this again, yeah? that right there. And, and I love this lick coming up. Check out this lick. So good right there. That's such a good lick right there. I mean, that just like sounds like a good soloist right there. Just doing right. good solo work, you know? Good improvisational work. I mean, you know, just... Uh, this is good. This is this is just this is the ja the jammiest jam of this of this episode. I, I never yeah. would have thought to even look at Pictionary if it hadn't been for the board games episode. Oh right, 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 right. I mean, hey, so far I'm loving every track that's been played. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is I, this actually might be my favorite track we've played so far. Actually, yeah. Of the, of the, all the episodes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. What a tight track. What a tight track. Jam. It's jam. jam. It's jam. jam. It's not even a jam. It's just jam. <laughs> it's, just jam. <laughs> it's just jam, you know? All right. All right. Well, I'm going to move on to another Japanese-only release for the Super Famicom. And um, this is um, this is a very interesting soundtrack. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... Okay, so the, the game is called Kishin... Duji Zenki Tenshi Medo and um, this is a this is based on a manga called Zenki and uh, it, it's one of these again one of these board game these kind of video game board games yep. you know um, and uh, the music is composed by Goji Tsuno and I'm going to give you a choice. I'm going to have you listen to three different tracks, and you can help me decide which Got one to it. play. But it's going to be between Diamond Realm, Main Theme, and Movement Technique. And the thing about this soundtrack is, and with all these tracks, is um, they're kind of, they're not very melodic at all. Okay. And, um, I mean, they're kind of melodic. They are. I mean, they're sort of melodic, but they're also pretty repetitive, too. Um, but the sound design is pretty crazy on this. I mean, it's really sophisticated, the sound design. That's what I'm kind of impressed with the most about the soundtrack is that it's, you know, this game is from 96, and it's very, there's there's a lot going on, and it, it just seems like um, really, like, high-tech is the word I would use to describe this soundtrack, high-tech. And it's just, there's, it seems really, um, this, the design just seems like super kind of higher quality, new quality sound design. You'll see what I mean. So um, I'm going to give you the choice of a few different tracks. And uh, yeah, pretty sophisticated stuff, but not super not super melodic or super catchy, but very interesting. I think very interesting music. All right. Music from Kishin Doji Zenki Tenshi Medo. Music by Goji Tsuno.
This is music from Kishin Doji Zenki Tenshi Medo for the Super Famicom music by Goji Tsuno. And this is Diamond Realm. That's the one we went with. I mean, this is actually my first choice out of those three, but yeah. I kind of want... But you agreed, though, that this one was the one to go with. Yeah. I, I like the, your other track, too, but this one is just... is, is, is more my favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like this melody, too. I like how it's... Every note of the melody is right. accentuated with this sort of hit, you know? This... You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like the chord changes here too, and how it sort of almost has this sort of um, sitari sound a little bit, you know. And it kind of uh, here we'll, we'll we'll hear that part one more time. And there's a sort of sitar sort of sound that plays after that part. Um, this, this one isn't as high tech as the uh, other track. This right. other track called Main Theme. And also that other one too, that that movement technique. Um, but um, I, I do like this melody right here. Listen to how it's every note of the melody has got this hit with it. Also, yeah. okay. Listen to the chord change changes and the the sitar kind of sound too for this next part right here. I think that sounds cool. I'm digging that, man. Okay, let's see. That brings us to Clue. Mm. Mm-hmm. This was a game for uh, SNES. Yeah. Okay, and who hasn't played Clue, right? Mm-hmm. Me. Really? Never played Clue. Are you serious? I'm serious. You've never played Clue? No. That's crazy, Rob. I mean, I can't believe you've never played Clue before. And I've never seen the movie. Well, look, I can I can live with that, but I mean, no, I mean not that the movie's bad. It's a fun movie, but I mean, I, you know, sure, and you haven't seen the movie. Yet. Sure. You haven't seen Total Recall, so right. I wouldn't expect you to have seen Clue. But played Clue? That's crazy. I can't how believe it. How was that crazy? I mean, cuz it's 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 the one of the most popular board games of all time. You know, you ever played Mexican Lottery? <laughs> no. Hey, <laughs> see what I mean? That's the most one of the most popular games south of the border. Everyone south. Yeah, but of the border. you're not from south of the border. But that's 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 the kind of game I grew up, I grew up with. You, you grew up. You I grew up. Grew with, up you with. clue up with. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I mean, I I I I've seen it. Yeah, well, Never I mean, played it. it's pretty cool. It's a fun game. She looks like it. Did you say she, she looks like it? Did you say that? She <laughs> yeah. looks like it? it she I, looks like right. it. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, you get to solve a mystery. Yeah. Figure out who did the murder. Yeah. Who committed the murder. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't believe you haven't played it. I can't believe it. I played so many different versions of this, too. You're a, not, you're, not so many different versions, but yeah. You are a board gamer. I am a board gamer. Right. I am. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I am a board gamer, definitely. I played board games last night, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you play? Modern Art. Mm-hmm. Good good game. This It's one of my favorite current, like, newer, new school board games. It's one right. of my favorite current 
games, modern art. Another great game to check out right now that's a newer school game is Chinatown. Chinatown. Chinatown and not modern art are my top board games right now. And uh, but as far as old the old games go, or kind of older games, uh, well, not this isn't super old. It's not old like Clue, but Scrutinize is a good board game. It's actually less of a board game, more of a well, I don't know. It, it would count as a board game. Scrutinize is good, you know. Um, I mean, Clue is good. Okay, Clue is good. Yeah, I've got the track Elementary. Okay, it's from composer unknown. I didn't get a composer for this one. Mm-hmm. From nineteen ninety two. Clue. 1990 Clue. Elementary, my dear Weinbach. <laughs> my dear Weinbach. Yes. <laughs> so, there is Clue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Elementary. Yeah. Now you were telling me you might have you you listened to the soundtrack. There's a couple of other tracks that caught. I like your Professor attention. Plum. I thought Professor Plum was was cute. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's cute. Oh, he's cute. My dear Plum. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I don't know, Miss Peacock had it kind of going on. I, you know, when I played Clue, I always... <laughs> she had it kind of going on. She, she kind of had it going on. Um, I, when I played this game, I always, I always actually picked Miss Peacock because um, I liked her color. It was like a blue kind of color. Right. Uh, turquoise kind of color. Yes. And, um, I don't know, I just like the idea of... Uh, you know, when I was a... Ah, whatever. Anyway, yeah, I just, for some reason, like the idea of being Miss Peacock. Okay. You know, she had it going on. I thought I, right. I wanted to have. I wanted to have it going on you too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as I recall, I think Miss Peacock is. You know, uh, you know, in the board game, she's an older lady. You know, I yep. think. And then, but in the movie, she's this hot woman. You know, right? Like a hot, hot kind of woman situation. Okay. I think. As hot a, woman I, I don't situation. Remember, yeah, can't remember. You got to play Clue, man. Maybe we should make a an, an, an appointment of that. Sure. Yeah, we'll make an appointment. Yeah. Like to see Wreck-It Ralph? We need yeah, an appointment yeah. to see Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. We'll make an appointment to, to play Clue. Yeah, you know, just call call my place and make an appointment. Got it. You got you to call, call me on Monday and make an appointment. Got it. You ever play Taboo? Yes, I have played that's that. A good, that's a good one. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say board game on that one. Maybe no, no, no. no. That, that's game. more uh, the, the, a card type game. Yeah, something, something like that. It's a party game. Party, it's straight up party game. Something. I don't know. Right. Okay. Um, so we heard from uh, you know. I, I think every single track we've played so far has been a first first timer. I think 
Uh, for I mean, the game has been first time. Mm-hmm. The, the first time we've been hearing from right. these games, I right. think, uh, on, on this podcast. Um, so this next track is from a game we have heard from. And it might be the only game that we... Is a re- oh, no, there's another one too. Um, we heard from Itadaki Street for the Famicom. Now we're going to hear the sequel. Itadaki Street 2, Neon Sign Wabara Ido Ni. And this is music composed by Kyohei Tsutsumi, advised by Kuichi Sugiyama. All right? Okay. And uh, so we've, we've heard a couple tracks from this in the past. Um, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good soundtrack. It's got it definitely got some elevator hits on it. Um, but we're going to be hearing Long Way to Cape from Itadaki Street 2, Neon Sign Wabara Yuro Ni, and this is for the Super Famicom Japanese release only. Itadaki Street 2, Neon Sign Wabara Yuroni, music by Keohei Tsutsumi, advised by Kuichi Sugiyama. This is Long Way to the Cape. It's kind of a, it's a fun, jazzy kind of track sort of thing or something. Totally, yeah. yeah. And um, I think it really kind of gets really good sort of in this sort of bridge section right here. Right here. Um, I like this part a lot right here. And then I like how where it goes here too. Kind of just goes up this. And then okay, well for the end, I like how it repeats the kind of end t- twice, and or repeats it once, and then it and I like the chord changes after the, the it resolves. So it's, it's that the repeat right here. Yeah. 
And then listen to this part. I like that chord change there. It's nice, yeah. There's one part that reminds me of Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, yeah? There's one part. It's coming up right after this first part. Super Mario Brothers 2, kind of? No, no, no. no. Um, slightly. <laughs> slightly. It's a good track. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. I wasn't sure if you'd like that one. Really? Well, I just thought maybe you would think it was too, like, hokey or something. No way. I, I'm digging that. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Come back to me, fun in the sun. <laughs> Chinese checkers. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going with right now. Yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System is the name of the system. Yeah. I have played Chinese checkers. Really? You play, you play Chinese checkers? You haven't played Clue, huh? Clue. Interesting. Chinese checkers. You play Chinese checkers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You like it? Yeah, sure. I, I like fun. all kinds of games. But you know what? About an hour after playing, I just feel like playing chess or something. You know what games I don't like? What's that? I don't like a lot of games that involve dice, actually. Or die. A die. I don't like games that are based on chance, really. Wow. I just don't really... Chance games really bug me. I don't like... You know, I played... I don't like games like Axis and Allies, you know, where you're just depend, dependent on dice all the time. Right. I mean, you know... I mean, you have to use some strategy, too, but there's just, I, I just don't like... These random, you know, I, I, yeah. Are you a, are you a gambler? I mean, I do. I mean, well, look. If I'm going into it knowing there's a lot of chance involved, I don't know. I just no. I I just gamble a little bit. Sure. Hmm, I don't like gambling. Yeah, well, no, I don't like it either. But I do it sometimes. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't like it. But um, that's I, I like I I like the idea that I mean these games. I, I think I'm in the same boat. I don't I don't like games that are left to chance. Yeah, I, I like strategy games. Sure, and, you know. I mean, there's a little bit of chance and a little bit of luck in, in uh, what's it called, Modern Art in Chinatown, those games I mentioned. Okay. But there's a lot of just not luck in it, too, though. I told you my chess strategy, and I think that involves a lot of luck on my part. Oh, I guess so, but, you know, there's no luck in chess. Right. I mean, um, unless you're, no, the only luck is that if you're lucky that the other guy makes a, a right. bad that's, move. That's, you know, what that's, I'm, that's, that's what I'm thing. hoping for. But if, so, you know. Which I think, okay, yeah. it's kind of a strategy I'm taking then. Right. right, right, right. Chinese checkers. Chinese checkers. This isn't a luck game. <laughs> We're laughing because you're just doing some air, uh, air Chinese, Chinese checkers. checkers yeah. 
but it, to the music too, though. It, it almost kind of the music, the way it sounds, it almost sounds like people taking turns, almost, you know. Right. Right like, there. This is this move. is Rob's move. And then that's my move right there. Right. Back forth, this back and forth. Yeah. And then there's a flurry at the end. Yeah, that's it's a mad dash. This is finish. my move right here. And then you get in that last move right, right. there at the very end. Right. right? <laughs> this is a, this is a good track though. I, I you know I, I had a a ton of game. You know I listened to a ton of games. I, I listened to all of them. I think pretty much. Right. And um, you know, so I picked out tracks from. I mean, this was I I, I picked this. I kind of picked this track too. It was way a lot. You know, I did this wasn't in my main. You know selections but I, right. I had this track pick, picked out though too kind of I wasn't going to play it but I, I had it picked out though sure sure okay um so okay so great so because you you played my Pictionary track you know that allowed for uh, me to move in another track, a backup track. But I actually really quite like this track. That's, I mean, I don't want one to think it's a it's it's the the quality of a backup track. It's 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 good, it, but it kind of grew on me too. Anyway, it's uh, from a game called. This is a Famicom uh, release for the. Uh, this is a Japanese only release for the Famicom, and it's called Sugoru. No, no, Sugoro. Quest, Dice no Senshi Tachi. Uh, that's the name of it. Okay. So, um, Sugoro Quest, Dice no Senshi Tachi. The music is by. There's three composers. Um, one of them is Nakano. All I have is the last name Nakano, whose uh, alias in the in the game is he's credited as Sonic Sky Nakano, and then. Okay, the other composers I was able to find their real name, their full names, Yoshihiro Kameoka, who's credited as Monopoly Kameoka, and Michiya Hirasawa, who's credited as uh, Daitakun Hirasawa. And uh, the track we're going to hear is Stage Three Beach, which is uh, it's a basically the. Th- I think it's basically like the third board in the game, or it's the it's the beach the beach themed board in the game. Uh, so this is another one of these um, you know board these video game board games situations. Uh, okay, and so yeah, this is music from Sugoro Quest Dice no Senshi Tachi.
This is Sugoro Quest Dice no Senshi Tachi Music by Nakano Yoshihiro Kamaoka And Michia Hirasawa This is stage 3 Beach And uh, I like this I, I like this melody a lot Especially right here actually There's Something about the chord changes too actually that, that chord right there you know and then I love the, the melody, the way it work, goes right now. Yeah. Something right there. Just that, the, that, I don't know, something about the nuance of that part of the melody really uh, I like a lot. And, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, at first I wasn't... This, this track really grew on me. I just kept on wanting to listen to it. And okay. even though I wasn't super blown away with it at first, but then I just started really liking it a lot the more I listened to it, you know? Right. And, and really a lot because of the those those kind of certain parts of the melody that that just I don't know they strike a, a nice chord with me yeah right there yeah and then this part especially coming up right here I love that part something about that it's really good I am going with Zen Nihon Pro Wrestling Fight Dupon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super Famicom release. Composers Iku Mizutani, Shinya Kurahashi, and Kinuyo Yamashita. Okay. I had a tough choice here. First to Hawaii or Beards and Tears? I'm trying to see if I had anything picked out on my thing here. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I did, but um, the yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll just why don't we listen to it and just, just, just we'll come that. up to that. Okay, you want to you want to we'll do, do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you will either hear first to Hawaii mm-hmm. or Beards and Tears. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
Beards and tears. Beards and tears. Oh yeah. So it's like crying men. Or okay. Really manly men crying, basically. Right. right. Really manly, grisly men showing their sensitive side. What what style sound is that? It's not a Spanish sound, is it? I think it sounds kind of some kind of Asian. Asian, sound. Asian, some okay. kind of Asian thing, you know, some sort of Asian sounding thing. I think, right? Doesn't it? I could, yeah, I guess some of it, it sort of. It sort of does. You know what I mean? The whatever's playing the melody, the melody sounds Asian to me, like some sort of, you know, Eastern kind of Asiatic kind of thing. Mm. You know, but but it also kind of has a little bit of a reggae sound or something, you know, reggae. like the beat does, the rhythm. And it's an, an international or something. flavor. Or something, yeah. It's definitely got an international flavor to it, yeah. World's world beat. Okay, it's got a world beat. See, that's all. This is all Asian sound. It's like some sort of like I don't know. Yeah. All right, for a full track, for a full track listing, check out yeah. <laughs> legacymusichour.com. Um, you can also you can comment there if you want to. You can contact us at legacymusichour at gmail.com. Call us, text us two eight one Sonic ninety one. We're on Nerdist as well. And, and iTunes, rate us on iTunes. Yeah, review review too if you want. And also, what else? Um, okay, next next week's topic. Um, it was going to be computer games. We were going to do a computer games episode, but I think let's hold off on that for just a little bit, actually, because uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But instead, I'm thinking, what do you think about TV shows? Like Gilligan's Island? <laughs> sure, like Gilligan's Island, yeah. That's again. Uh, TV shows that can't be cartoons. TV shows that can't be cartoons. I don't know. That's going to be hard. The only one I can think of is Gilligan's Island. Oh, no. There's a ton. There's a lot. There's really? game shows. Don't forget game shows count. Oh, you know? Wheel of Fortune. Je- Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, that kind of stuff. So TV shows. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. So you've got TV shows. No, there, there's there are some, definitely. I there, There's some. I, oh, I was, Knight, I was Knight Rider. I was looking at Knight Rider, yeah. So TV shows... Uh, games based on TV shows, basically. All right. Full House. <laughs> Family Matters. <laughs> Remember when you play Urkel? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, but you, yeah. <laughs> but in Perfect Strangers, you get to play as <laughs> you get to play as Carl Winslow from Family Matters. <laughs> Did you watch that show? Do you watch these? I don't even know if you even would. You know, knowing that you don't have never played Clue and have not played. I watched um, right. Total Recall. Right. I'm like, I wouldn't. I'm now. I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know who Steve Urkel was or Carl oh. Winslow. Or wait a minute. Or no, I mean, obviously you mentioned him, so I know you know who he is. But I mean, you know, are you? You know, yeah. And I mean, uh, oh, I, I think I'm going to pick out a track from uh, Small Wonder. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, Vicky's Big Adventure. <laughs> so yeah. Who do you, who do you, who's the boss in that? Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Harriet? Yeah. Is there an Elf video game? I almost want to say there was an Elf video game. There is an Elf game for uh, Sega Master System. Oh. I think it's from. It's, I think it's for Sega Master System okay. or, or, or Game Gear or something like sure. that. Yeah, sure. There's an Elf game. Yes. 
Um, no, they're they're out there. The TV show games are okay. definitely out there. Definitely, right. yeah, yeah. Just uh, look for um, Mr. Belvedere for the Super Famicom. <laughs> it's a Japanese <laughs> Japanese only release. <laughs> All right. Basically, just Mr. Belvedere, you just go around. You got to collect Preparation H. Yeah. Like that's how you get health. Basically, is you get yeah. Preparation H, and then you got to you know basically save Wesley. <laughs> you got to save Wesley from the okay. camp. You have to okay. save Wesley from the camp counselor. Did you ever see that episode when the camp counselor kind of touches Wesley inappropriately? No. It's an episode. It's a special episode of Mr. Belvedere. So. Okay, so um, we will close with um, a track from uh, from a, a game we have heard from, uh, Bananan Uiji no Daiboken, music by Nobuyuki Shioda. This is, a, again, another Japanese-only release for the Famicom. And uh, we're going to hear Bonus Island. This game is not a board game, but... The bonus island that you go to in the game is a board game. Okay. So in the game, you go to this bonus island, and it's it's one it's it's just like one of these board games thing where you roll a die and right. and and then so, um, so yeah that this this part of the game is a board game. Right. So anyway, um, that's what we're gonna leave with um, music from Bananan Uiji no Daiboken, Nobuyuki Shioda. All right. My name is Brent Weinbach. I am Rob F. Switch. The name of the program is the Legacy Music Hour. Thank you for listening. <laughs>